listeners, and welcome to We're Podding This Together, the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies, or in this case, weird television shows from the 90s. Thanks for listening. I'm Sammy. I'm Lori. And I'm Brandon. Uh, stick to the script. It says Sammy intro. I'm Sammy intro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get your double vision goggles ready and find a date to this party, because today we're watching the pilot episode of Sister Sister. Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> I wrote that last minute. <laughs> it's so bad. But I was not going to put much more effort into this script. <laughs> Sister Sister is an American television sitcom starring identical identical twins, <laughs> Tia and Tamara Mowry. The girls, playing characters Tia Landry and Tamara Campbell, were separated and adopted at birth. One was adopted by a single mother, while the other was adopted by a couple, although the mother died shortly a time later. The two accidentally found each other 14 years later and reunited. I did not realize how much of a bummer this premise is. Oh my god. <laughs> No, me neither. They don't talk about it at all in the first episode. I was really confused. I think it's the second episode where they meet each other. I think there's something weird about the airing of the episodes. Because when I was trying to... That's why I was asking you guys which episode we were watching. Because it looked on YouTube like the one where we get their backstory is episode two. Maybe it was like... I mean, like, the pilots are kind of like, Hey, look at this. Look at all this zany family. It doesn't necessarily, like, set up the premise... Yeah, well, a lot of times when they shoot a pilot, they have to shoot it to pitch it to the um, cable company to see yeah. if they want to air it. So I feel like this is what that was. I actually went and watched the second episode after this to s try to understand what the premise of this show was. So it made a little more sense to me. So I'm your leading expert. Well, I like... I, All right, Brandon. I remember watching this a lot when I was a kid, <laughs> but I don't remember watching it. But, That's like, how I feel. Hold on, I'm looking up the pilot on to make sure we didn't like goof up. That way we can like say. I remember watching the first episode. I seem okay, so I oh. have not rewatched it. I haven't pulled a Brandon. Guys, but they, don't they run into each other in, in like a mall or something? Yeah, we done goofed up. We watched the second episode, I think. No, we watched the first episode. No, I just looked and premise in the pilot, the twins are reunited during a chance encounter shopping at a clothing store at the mall. That's episode two. I looked it up. No, I'm reading it right now. It says, in the pilot, the twins. On what platform are you reading this? Wikipedia is 100% true all of the time. <laughs> Let me... Okay, we can cut all this. Che let's things. check out IMDb or something. Because it's possible there's like a... like a. I don't know if they even had DVDs, but like the DVD... So oh my two. god, this ran for six seasons? Yeah, according to IMDb, the meeting is the first episode. See, this is why I was asking you guys. <laughs> oh my god, I was so confused. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about the second episode of Sister Sister. <laughs> <laughs> we done goofed. Okay? YouTube lied to us. Uh, shockingly, our bootleg copies that we found on the internet were not accurate. Do you guys want so... the rundown on what happens? Sammy basically remembers it. I, yeah, I, I don't know why I remember it, but I remember so much of it. So they like ran in. Yeah, they're both in a mall for shopping it, for clothes, it. and one's there with her mom, and the other's there with her dad, and they're both looking for a s different shirts, and they drive the salesperson crazy because he's like, "You just asked me for this." She goes, "This isn't what I wanted." 
And then she turns around and the other comes up and he's like, here's your new shirt. And she's like, this isn't it. I asked for the blue sweater. Anyway, it's pretty basic and simple. Their parents find out that they're twins. And so they're like, we should move in together because we want our daughters to have a relationship. Can I just say that the parents from the parent trap could freaking learn something about this. They knowingly separated two kids and then like kept them apart forever versus these people where they're like, do you know what? This is a weird situation, but we can make it work for the sake of the freaking children. Yeah, that's pretty impressive that two strangers are just like, we can just move in together. No big deal. He has a mansion and she's broke. Okay, but let's like get into the how much of a bummer the premise of the show is. So they were like separated at birth and adopted. What happened to their mom? Was she like dead, probably? Or something. Or she was 13 or... Like every situation that ends in that's kind of a little bit of a bummer at least. And so then, but like they get adopted, which is less of a bummer. But they get separated, which is a bummer. And then the like adoptive mother of one of them dies. Which is... Again, a bummer. A bummer. And then they go 14 years with a single dad who's, like, well-off, and then a not-well-off single mother, which, like, who let her adopt a child? Usually it's stricter than that, but whatever. Holy smokes, this backstory is sad. I'm going to look up why were the sisters put up for adoption. (laughs) I'm really glad we're doing all (laughs) this real-time research, guys. We're really on top of our game with this. Look, you... You messaged me while I was at work, like, hey, let's record a podcast tonight, so... Brandon was all hopped up on that productivity train. I was. I wanted to do something. Oh, here. Okay. So everybody listen up. The twins later discovered their natural parents were Richard Gavin, a black artist who died during childbirth. Wait. The dad? Wait. Wait. (laughs) 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 Lori and I both were like, hmm. I mean, like, it's possible. I'm sure dads have died while childbirth was happening, but... That's what I thought, too, when I was reading it. Okay. No, he died... She she died during childbirth, which is not funny. And Matt Solomon, a white globe-trotting photojournalist. Okay. And the dad was a photojournalist whose newly born kids were given up for adoption before he could find them. Oh my god! What? Wait, so nobody nobody tried to contact the father before giving the children up for adoption? Is that legal? That's what it looks like. <laughs> they were confused by the male that died while the babies were being born. <laughs> Wait, so so the mom dies and the doctor's like, well, adopt these ch- these children out. We we ain't got room for. <laughs> No room at the inn. <laughs> Wait, don't try to contact the grandparents. Don't try to contact any aunts, cousins. Just get them out of here and get that body out of here, too. We don't want that. <laughs> See if somebody will adopt the body. What, what do you do with these? <laughs> what on earth? That, that was a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. today, what what happened in the second episode of Sister Sister? Then, <laughs> wait, in the sixth season episode, Father's Day, the twins meet their biological father, <laughs> Matt Sullivan, and learn that he is white and a famous photojournalist. Did he not like look for them? Matt never married their mother because they never got the chance. She had been asked to paint a mural in Florida, and he the had been hell? assigned the opportunity of a lifetime in the Middle East. That's convenient. Also, Russell, the mother, 
told him that she would later join him in Tel Aviv without telling him of her pregnancy. After six months, Russell suddenly stopped writing. When the girl's mother died, Matt was not allowed to see them because he couldn't prove he was their father. Okay, when they he had searched DNA for tests in Wait, the 90s. there's there's so many ways you could prove. <laughs> <laughs> When he searched for his twin daughters, he never found them because they had been adopted by two different people. Oh my god. Guys, this Everybody everybody involved in this is so incompetent. <laughs> Jesus. Lori, what was that that you were saying about the people in Parent Trap being able to learn a lesson or two from these people? <laughs> well, okay, but like it Yeah, I got nothing. I I was gonna try to <laughs> Okay, but oh my the people God. from Parent Trap are, like, actual shitty people. These people are just kind of dumb. There's a difference. So I'm looking at the special guest appearances, and there are so many. Tim Allen, Brittany Murphy, Mary-Kate Nashley. That's adorable. Uh, wow. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. So Molly Shannon. Boys to Men. Taj Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem was on every show. That's not surprising. <laughs> Will Smith, Keenan Thompson, Gabrielle Union. This is a uh, pretty intense. Maybe I should just watch Sister Sister after I'm done with Dawson's Creek. I liked this show. <laughs> I remember liking it a lot. I remember liking it too. There's like weird <laughs> scenes and quotes that stand out to me. Fun in my fact. Memory. Hold on. This is important. At the beginning uh-huh. of the show's run, a beauty mark was drawn on Tia's cheek to match the one naturally on Tamara's cheek. You know, because they're like, you can't be identical unless you have a mole in the exact same spot as your sister. Shit. People will notice. They'll be on to us that you're actually twins in, in real life. What? Like, they're twins. You don't need to draw things on them to make them twins. In October 2017, guys, that was like two months ago, Tia Maori stated in an interview with Entertainment Tonight that a reboot of the series was definitely closer than ever. Weird. Into it. We are on the pulse of society and things that people think about a lot, like sister, sister. People will uh-huh. be listening to this episode. For years A sister, to sister reboot is scheduled to air in 2018. Y'all. Looks like we're doing an episode in 2018. Brandon, great job. Great job, like, specifically picking this because of that. You're a genius. This is yeah. perfect timing. Well, I figured it was mm-hmm. good with me on Parent Trap and, you know, the reboot coming up. Did you know about the reboot? I was kidding. Um, no. Yes. I did not. Okay. But I do now. So I'm taking full credit. And I'm sure all of our listeners are definitely playing close, playing, playing close enough attention that they're like, oh, that Brandon guy, sister, sister, parent trap makes sense. <laughs> they were dying for it. They were, they kept calling me. We really want to see <laughs> you do you uh, sister, sister. Like, yeah. It was weird. I didn't give out my phone number anywhere, but no, they were just like yelling really loudly, calling <laughs> like Brandon, we love you. <laughs> All the throwbacks <laughs> that people. Definitely okay, remember. so this episode, episode two that we watched, not the pilot, <laughs> just the important one. <laughs> Josh, we need you wherever you are. We're falling apart. At least we all watched the same wrong episode. That's pretty lucky. <laughs> that was pretty lucky. That's why I messaged you guys like, this is the one we're watching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is my favorite episode. That's why. <laughs> so it was confusing. And it starts out with... Okay, well, it doesn't start out with this, but at one point in the near beginning of this near beginning of the series, the mom walks in on the dad in the shower and she's like, ah, and they all freak out 
And, like, at first, I was confused because, hey, you guys are married. You probably see his wiener all the time. But then I had, like, the flashbulb memory and remembered that they weren't together and they were just being buddies because of the daughter sister the sister sister situation as they call it throughout the series many times <laughs> don't don't they like get together later in the series i'm sure but they have to it's sitcom law yeah <clears throat> there's no way they don't but i think it's like awkward bumbling way where they like accidentally kiss and then don't talk about it and then talk about it and then try it and it's weird and they break up and then they get back together it's actually a, a the show is a drama not a comedy sitcom it's... there's lots of murder Oh yeah, uh, my favorite is when they when when the sisters become detectives. They start up that PI. Those are the other twins. You're thinking Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Sister, sister. Oh, is the you're one right. you're, where you're Tia right. gets cancer, but she knows that like, her family can't afford it, so she tries to think of a way to make money, and she starts cooking meth with one of her classmates. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, all right. What about the one where they try to run for president? I think you're talking yeah, about they... House of Cards, but I haven't actually watched that show, so. <laughs> uh, I was talking about House yes. of Cards, actually. <laughs> Lori just knows me too well. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is a good episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> God. There were some so... really badly written lines in this show, just spread throughout, and lots of laugh tracks. Can you give us some? Yeah. It, it starts out and they're like, don't you just hate school? Yeah, I do. You always walk out smelling like fish sticks, even if it was meatloaf day. Laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not participating. Oh, well. <laughs> Lori will put that in later. Everyone oh, yeah. laughs. Everyone laughs. <laughs> they love my jokes. <laughs> Um, they they want to get dates, but they they think Phil is dreamy. I know. So which one's Phil? Is Phil the one that Samara from the future ends up? <laughs> Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> Phil the one that Samara ends up going to the dance with. I'm or... sorry, I don't remember which twin did what. Yes. Tamara went to the dance. Tia stayed home and ate pizza and flirted with that other dude. Netflix and chill. VHS and chill. Yes. Yeah, they watched Nightmare on Elm Street. It was pretty, pretty cute. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the show. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't know if this is what's watching these as an adult is making me kind of question is that you have all these like preconceived notions going on. I've talked about it before where it's like you go into high school and you think, okay, I do theater. The jocks are going to hate me. And then I was friends with the jocks and I was like, okay, this is not what I was led to believe high school would be like. And then when dances came along on TV shows, they always showed everybody freaking out about dates. And I went with friends to all of my dances. And I don't know if it was a cultural thing. Like this was in the early nineties. So maybe back then it was a bigger deal, but I didn't like, I started going to school dances in like 2004. So it wasn't a ton of time. I think the problem is that these shows are written by adults at the time, not written by teenagers. So so it would have been like their perspective from going to high school in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. I don't even know that. Like, I think just high school culture portrayed in media is very different than in reality. Yeah, I just always wondered since the high school stuff I watched was people who were older than me at the time so it would be like dawson's creek aired in like 99 and i didn't start high school until like 2005 so it was like 
Yeah, I think there's a stereotype of how high schoolers are, and most adults who write these shows just write them based off of stereotypes, even if they know they're Mm -hmm. not true. Like this prom thing, you just go. Most of the time you just go by yourself and or with friends. Yeah. I actually, I didn't go to any of my school dances except for prom, but... I was a loser in high school. Well, that's the other thing. It I'm, never really changed. That's the but... other thing I'm wondering is, like, I never really had any expectation that I would get a date because I didn't really date in high school. So maybe me just not Same. go. And, well, and also, like, in school, I don't think people really dated that much where it was, like, you go to dance with your boyfriend or girlfriend, and if you don't have one, then you go with your friends. Yeah, it was never, like, a am like this one rando asked me to the dance – and then, like, we go to the dance and never talk again. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. If only we had been around for Tia and Tamara Maori <laughs> ten like, years guys, ago. You have a built-in date. Go hang out with your sister, who you're just now getting to know, and is, like, more of a friend than a sister still. Or they could yeah. date because they barely know each other. They're related, and that's incest. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> you Does forgot that the girls if... on Sister Sister were related, huh? It doesn't count if you've been separated for 12 years. It's not, they're not related if they didn't grow up together. <laughs> I feel like jeans would disagree, but if that's the, the hill you want to be on, then. <laughs> Look, it's no. not like they can have a, an incest baby that's going to be genetically mutated. It's I feel like maybe the, the morality be te- behind incest isn't something we should get into on our decom podcast, but if you guys want to go down that, then let's let's go for it. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe on the <laughs> reboot. We don't know what happens. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. I'm done with that. <laughs> okay, you're right. Like, I had to convince you. <laughs> you know, you make a lot of sense. <laughs> so there's, like, this kid who's an eighth grader, and for some reason he's at their high school and is asking them to this date and for some reason he's in their living room which i assume if we had watched the pilot it would make sense why this kid's in i remember house. i remember roger he's like their next door neighbor or okay. something he drops in all the time and i think later there's this running joke where they literally just throw him out the door that's fresh prince of Ev- bel-air all the time i think it's in roger <laughs> roger it's in, Ro- it's in sister sister as well. <laughs> i think it's roger's it's Roger. <laughs> See, I, I folks would be surprised to hear that only one of us are drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, when Rogers walked in, is his name Roger or Rogers? It's Roger. Okay, it's when, his first name. When Rogers walked in, I was like, "That's not Ro- Taj Maori." I thought Taj Maori was in this I think show. If Taj Bart Maori, Taj, Taj Maori were to walk in after watching Hounded and the Poof Point, I would just quit i'm done i can't do it anymore <laughs> so when are we doing the smart guy never he's banned <laughs> this is a taj maori free zone he had his I chances like smart guy. yeah well he he should have thought of that before he made me watch poof point and hounded <laughs> <laughs> he held a gun to your head i want to who, wait whose idea was this podcast it was mutual <laughs> I feel like Taj Maori is grandfathered into <laughs> your episodes because he's a decom celebrity. So he's grandfathered into like making you watch whatever he's in. No, I hope there's no more decoms with if I never have to watch a Taj Maori or a Lawrence Brother movie again, I will be the happiest little 
podcaster <laughs> and to think of what to label myself. Happiest little bitch. <laughs> so. <laughs> Can we play Guess Who's Drinking? <laughs> like, okay, there is going to be another Taj Mahal. Oh, God decom, damn it. But to be fair, it's the Kim Possible movies. Okay, I'll count. Oh, that's, he, good. He's, that's allowed. I'll allow it. Okay. So Perfect. back to Rogers. Right. They basically tell Rogers. It's just like, one Roger. Like, no way, Jose. No Rogers. Maybe when I'm 100, I'll date you. And he's like, maybe I'll be busy. Which ends up being funny <laughs> because later on, like, they're, she gives up and she's like, I don't have a date. Her sister ended up getting a date and she's just like, fine. And so she goes up to this child who's like three feet shorter than her and she's like, hey, maybe we can go to dance together. And he starts kicking the lockers all dramatically and is like, oh, no, I got a date already because, you know, middle schoolers get to go to high school dances in this world, I guess. I think this might be because I I remember a lot of like 90s sitcoms had this thing where high schools started at like eighth grade. Okay. So he was like, it's still weird, though, because that would be like what? They said he was only a year younger than him. Well, yeah, yeah but, he's like, only a year younger. Middle school, like, it was weird at my high school. Not weird, but, like, you know, if you'd date, like, one grade above you. And that was, like, ooh, so they're dating somebody older. And if it were, like, several years, it would be, like, that happened, but it was kind of weird. And so, like, freshmen, especially, like, younger than freshmen, just wouldn't really be a thing. Yes. <laughs> so, Rogers. Uh, it's one Roger. It's a single Roger. There, this show really tries to make the mom and dad's relationship just like so funny he comes in and he like has a bowl of cereal and he's like oh i can't wait to eat my cereal and then he doesn't have any milk and she's like you can use mine but i don't want to break your house rules of each of us only eating our own food and so then he fills up his cereal bowl with water like a monster does he actually do it i thought he like went to the sink and like started to and then changed his mind oh well, he was going I also, to. I was watching a really shitty YouTube version where I couldn't even see their faces, so <laughs> who knows what even happened. So, but yeah, that happens. I don't know if that's worth talking about. I don't know if any of it's this not. is worth talking about. <laughs> I, I, the part that stood out to me about this at some point, the mom was in the kitchen eating ice cream in the dark, and weirdly, that was the second where... I remembered that I had watched this show a bunch, and I feel like that's an ongoing thing where she ate ice cream in the dark, but I don't know that they ever explain it. But it's kind of a good ploy where it's like when you wake up at midnight and you go to the fridge to eat something, as long as you like keep the fridge open a little bit while you eat the thing, it doesn't really count. So you can just like pick out and then just put it away. And it's like I didn't actually snack. No? Okay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know where you're going with that. What? I don't know where you're going with that so either. So if you but, eat while uh, the fridge door's open and standing, well, it's just like, like you're little, not eating. Like little rules where you're like, I'm going to eat all these cookies, but like you're not committing to eating all of those cookies. So like obviously it still counts as snacking, but you don't have to feel as guilty for eating a pound of cookies if you don't like. I think Lori wants us to justify her <laughs> overeating problem. <laughs> This is a cry for help. <laughs> so right? you have car chips. Right? I have car cookies. 
There we go. Same premise where you're like, oh, I'll just eat these while I'm in the car. And then you don't snack as much. It's like you're not fully committing to eat like all those cookies or all those chips. And I think that's what she's doing where she's like in the dark. So she's like, if I don't see the ice cream, it doesn't count. Sure. Anyway. So So Tamara gets a date (laughs) with some hottie McHatterson, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and then the other sister's like I've been so this is the school that Tia had gone to for a while and Tamara moved in with them so like she's new so then she's like or the, she was really sad that her sister got a date and she didn't she's like what's wrong with me I'm hideous and her mom's like you guys are actually you're literally twins and she's like oh no it's my personality well but before this they made a pact they're like if you don't get a date I won't go and vice versa. And then when she does get a date, she's like, I hope you dance your brains out. Literally. And then, yes. Literally. Just everywhere. All over the floor. She's like, you know, it's on the outside. Like, I hope you dance your brains out. And on the inside, she's like, I want to see those brains just <laughs> smashed. <laughs> <laughs> and then that happened. It was like Buffy where they were all spontaneously combusting while they danced. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, the best part of this episode was when Buffy actually came in. <laughs> and Relevant. Yeah, yeah. So, but we don't need to dwell on that part. Speaking of guest stars, Sarah Michelle Gellar was one of them. Are you oh, kidding? Really? I am kidding. <laughs> and I realized oh. as I said it that this sound- So I used to have this thing at my old job in Houston where we would just, like, we, got, we had a really high turnover department, so we'd have new people all the time. And uh, my buddies and I were, like, at one point it was just, like, three of us working there. And we were like, okay, next person, we're going to just start naming these false facts, like, dead face, like, you know, and just see how many people we could convince. And it wasn't as funny as we thought it would be because people would just be like, oh, that sounds about right. And we're like, oh, but it's it's not. <laughs> so this is this is an instance of that where I'm like, Sarah Michelle Gellar was a guest star. And then it's like, well, it's actually not that funny. <laughs> it's slightly believable. <laughs> You're just a compulsive liar at this point. It's not called joking. That's just called lying all the time. It's the false facts that's like drilled into me. It's lying. Anyway. Now you're lying about your lying. When do you stop? Um, so they made a pact. I feel like every time we actually talk about this episode, I hate it. <laughs> like, I just stop having fun. <laughs> but, okay, let's power through. Um, so the mom was eating ice cream in the dark. Um, there was this one point where Tia is talking to this other guy, and they are clearly into each other. Uh, but he doesn't ask her to the dance because he's too shy, I guess. And she doesn't ask him because gender roles. So that never goes anywhere. But she kind of like gives him a vocabulary lesson. Cause that's, that's the thing, right? They, their personalities are Tia's like the smart nerdy one mm-hmm. and Tamara's the, uh, popular ditzy one or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. You can't be both. I felt like they were both like the exact same person. Yeah, but it's kind of like the Spice Girls where they're like, this is your role. Yeah. But they both acted literally exactly the same. No, they did. You're right. But they still, like, they would do little things like vocabulary lesson. Yeah. Vocabulary lesson. Give us one. This was actually fun. Uh, Someone say the joke. What was the joke? Supercilious is not a really funny clown. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let's you look at these notes. Track. 
Superlicious is not a funny clown. Tia and Rogers neighbor bump, but Rogers already has a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's a single Roger. Can we just read through them like this? <laughs> Twins get into a tiff about who has a date. Parents have a heart to heart about a boo boo wanting to kiss them. <laughs> I feel like we should start a Patreon just so we can, like, copy and paste the show notes into it. <laughs> I like how allowed. you spelled you spelled Ray the correct way a couple of times and then suddenly <laughs> changed it into the Star Wars Ray. Yeah, I think so. You're right. <laughs> okay, so here. So, so Tia gives to Mary some earrings, and she's like, I had these before we were twins. And then Phil and Ray... <laughs> Phil and Ray talk. Ray, Phil, Ray, Phil, good, clean, fun, Ray. You look hot, beautiful. Phil, Ray, <laughs> Mr. Campbell gives her a beeper. <laughs> oh, God. So I think I'm deciphering here what, what happened was uh, Tamara comes downstairs to for her, for her date to the dance, and the dad, Ray... <laughs> It's like, uh, you look beautiful, and the date is like, oh, you yeah. look hot. And Ray's like, don't say that about my daughter. They did that whole thing where the dad threatened this teenage boy who was literally just coming to pick the daughter up on a date, which is super funny. It's great to be like, hey, if you break her heart, I'm going to kill you, child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because terroristic threat isn't a misdemeanor at all. God, it drives me nuts. Like, don't forget, I own a gun. Like, God... They're going to a dance. Lots of murders in this uh, show. Does somebody want to read the next plot point? Tia and Mom Tia have and another mom have a... heart, heart to heart. And all cats. Nothing worked, Mom. I talked to a guy and Rogers. Mom, it's the thing is, Roger. you're a terrific person and we're both great. This is the thing. You're a terrific person. You're great and we're both great. Yeah, she was like, I'm great too. Which I don't like even know what's happening. Relevant anymore. to the conversation, mother. Thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine you like go to your mom, Sammy? I, you and your mother are close, correct? Yes. Sammy. Yes, I said yes. Oh, I couldn't hear you. It's <laughs> like I don't think this is a point of contention, but sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> and so, like, imagine if you went to your mom and you're just like, "Man, I'm really struggling. Like, none of my dates been working out. Money's tight." And she's like, "Do you know what? You're fine. Most importantly, though." I'm great. Been married for a while. My money's fine. We're all good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I think the mom was trying to say, like, I didn't get a lot of dates and I turned out fine and I'm great. Yeah, but she turned out to be a struggling single mom raising an adopted child, which still (laughs) makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) After everybody leaves... Pizza Boy comes, and they do the whole flirty thing, and she's like, oh, you got a job. And he's like, yeah, the hat's stupid, takes it off. And she's like, no, <laughs> you look debonair. Debonair? Debonair? Debonair. Debonair, thank you. Did we miss the part? I guess we can continue, but I wanted to talk about the part where Roger comes over just to show off his suit, which was so shitty. Yeah. Well, okay, so, like, was Roger the whole time? I remember it was every episode. He was creepily, very creepily, sexually harassing Yes. The twins. Was he just down was... for whichever? Yes. I thought so. He didn't care. Just wanted to clarify, though. He didn't care which one. But I still thought it was really rude that he would just show up and be like, hey, you're not going to the dance, but I just wanted to show you how good I look. This is my suit. It's a real tie, not clip-on. 
Yeah. Okay. He's like, when I'm dancing, I'll really be dancing with you. And when I'm kissing her, I'll really be kissing you. Creepy. That's gross. Yeah. So gross. Sexual harassment. So funny. Laugh ah. track. Ah. 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 You Can we make that the laugh track for like the whole <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. Ready? One, two, three. Uh, <laughs> I thought you guys weren't going to do it. And I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Pizza Boy shows up. And it's always like this on these shows where the guy and the girl want to get together. And the guy's like, well, I'm off work now. Like, that's you have to go clock out. You can't just be like, deliver the last pizza. Going to go home now. Yeah. I yeah. think of all the things in this episode, I can let that slide. <laughs> you know? Fair. No, what I think actually, my, my thing with it was that he was just like, they'll be fine. Somebody will clock me out for me and I'm going to hang out with his babe. He could, I mean, I guess they don't have texting at this point, but I've had I've had people in the past text me and be like, hey, can you clock me out? I forgot. Yeah. I'm sure that's what would have happened, though. He was going to call later or like yeah. tomorrow be like, oh, I forgot. This is the same guy that thought Supercilious was a funny clown. I mean, are we sure that it's not? No, it is. Oh, not a funny clown? <laughs> well, maybe there is a... Cl- I'm certain that somebody went to clown college and named themselves Supercilious after this here sitcom. I did it. I'm secretly a clown. You guys busted my secret identity. All right, Supercilious. And the Supercilious. <laughs> <laughs> the Supercilious. <laughs> See, I told you it was a good joke. Nobody laughed earlier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... This is a really important episode for us to have done about the second episode about Sister Sister. What did you guys think of this series based on its second episode? It's about on par with all of the other 90s Disney Channel sitcoms, to be honest. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the other ones, but this one seems especially bad. I mean, it's not anywhere near the level of Boy Meets World, obviously. That show is perfection. But that was in Disney Channel. Exactly. And this one, I think, uh, we've done Boy Meets World, we've done Lizzie McGuire, and we've done Even Stevens. This one's from 1993, 1995, that area. And so, like, this is significantly older. This is, like, pure 90s versus early 2000s, so. Yeah, but to be, yeah, Disney owns ABC, but it's still not, Disney Channel is a very specific Yeah. It's like uh, this is so. This is more Boy Meets World than Lizzie McGuire. And... Yeah, but I would I would lump it in with like the D- Disney Channel uh, quality. To be honest, I see. I'm while watching it. I was trying to decide that because I, I mean it is the '90s. It's older significantly than like Lizzie McGuire and other stuff. So I just don't think it's necessarily a, f- a good comparison just because quality and stuff like nineties was like the age of sitcoms and stuff. I just remember liking this show a lot more in the same way. I like boy meets world. I liked it, but I don't know. I mean, like I remember watching it faintly, like this made me feel like I was back in the nineties. So I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as like it was fun and nostalgic and their hats were very cool, which I remember they always had really cool hats. This was running as part of the TGIF lineup with uh, Boy Meets World and Hanging with Mr. Cooper and Step by Step. I remember watching that show all the time, but I don't remember anything aside from it having Suzanne Summers and I think Alan Thicke was the dad. I think that was another one where it was like two parents in, in the same household who weren't actually a 
No, thing, I think right? it, I think it was more Brady Bunch. Like they got together and then they brought their respective children with them, and then like there was some weird like not technically incest because not related, but related yeah, by I law. Just, I just clicked on it. It's definitely like a Brady Bunch situation. Probably. Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. Can we just, instead of wrapping up this episode, let's just name name some 90s sitcoms and we'll guess what they're about. Uh, Step by Step was two single parents, each with three children, who spontaneously get married after meeting one another during a vacation. Which doesn't sound smart. However, anyway, so I just wanted to note that th- these were, it was running concurrently with those shows just to give it like a context as to... Like quality, it was running concurrently with Boy Meets World, and Boy Meets World is so much better. I think plot-wise, but I think the feeling of it with like the kind of chaotic '90s feel, like the music and the lighting and the costumes. I think for the first mm-hmm. few seasons of Boy Meets World, in this at least would be comparable. Yeah, that is fair because we did only watch the second episode. <laughs> 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 um. I, I would be interested in watching a few episodes from later seasons just to see how well they compare quality-wise. And to see if those two crazy... Always... Yeah, and to see if those two crazy parents ever get together. I know they do. Yeah, but I don't remember it. You know what I do remember about this show is their staircase. I don't know why, but for some reason I remembered that staircase really specifically. I think they just reused other sitcom living rooms. Oh. Yeah, I think it's the literal same living room as in fact flip it full house it's the same living room Mm -hmm. they have a staircase it's one of those houses that uh freaked me out because i did not grow up in a two-story home i grew up in a one-story home and so staircases in general were kind of weird to me but there's a staircase that goes down to the kitchen and then there's also one that goes down to the living room and i'm always just like but what's the setup upstairs yeah, they never, when this happens, yeah. they never show the stairs from upstairs, like, that go into Mm-mm. the kitchen. No, because that would involve, like, a whole new set. <laughs> Have you seen the stuff where people try to lay out, like, the floor plans of, like, Golden Girls and all of that, and, like, what their houses would actually be, and it's just, like, a black hole of nonsense? Like, gravity just doesn't exist? <laughs> I don't exactly know how to Google this, but I put sitcom home setups. All right, so did you guys learn anything from this show, Sister Sister? Oh, um, I learned to always knock before you go into the bathroom. What, you didn't know that before watching this show? (laughs) That's fair. If this show were now, it would be like he would be gay and the mom and him would be best friends. Will and Grace with children? Yeah, basically. Without the shitty last episode that was the scourge of Will and Grace's final episode. Not that I'm still upset. So... Thank, thank you for listening to We're Podding This Wait, Together. Wait, what did you guys learn? You can't just steal my wiener oh, tip. Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I learned that you don't have to clock out when you're done with your shift. You can just VHS and chill. Yeah, VHS and chill. I honestly, I mean, I there's literally nothing that I could even make up to say that I learned about this show at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I think we can all say that we all learn to double check the authenticity of our... <laughs> <laughs> the authenticity of our YouTube slash other nefarious means of procuring these shows to make sure we're watching the right thing. Yeah, I feel like that's actually a pretty good life lesson, so... Yeah. 
I'm, it's shocking that we all found – I mean, Sammy asked, but you and I were both wrong. At least we were both wrong in the same way because I literally watched this like two minutes before we were supposed to record, so. Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Podding This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite decoms, you can find us on social media or email us at together at gmail.com. And if you liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks.